Welcome to the Blood Brothers Podcast with Ben Steiger and Eric Metz. Today we are wrapping up our series on the lifelong adventure God is calling us to live. But before we dive into this last topic, let's do a short recap of the journey that we've been on. In episode 3, we talked about the heart and moving beyond desire and to take action on the godly desires He has placed in our hearts. And then in episode 4, we talked about the soul and that we are all created on purpose and for a purpose and that God has significant plans for our lives. Then in episode five, we talked about the mind and engaging our minds and choosing to focus on him and whatever is honorable, pure, and holy. Then in episode six, we talked about strength. True strength is really embracing vulnerability and leaning on God's strength to do the good things that he calls us to do. And then in our last episode, we talked about loving other people and shedding our dead weight in order to be free to obey God's call to love others and even our enemies. And in this last part of our journey of the lifelong adventure, we're going to talk about surrendering to the call and owning it. So, all right, Ben, do you have any thoughts to share to kick things off? Yeah, man, uh, I'm excited to uh, to dig in today and to share. And, uh, you know, this has been a neat process. For years, we've considered what a podcast uh, would, would look like, and we've questioned, you know, the value of it. And uh, it's been really neat to hear from uh, some listeners uh, and how uh, this is impacting their lives. But, uh, you know, following Jesus is, it's hard and it's not for the faint of heart. And, uh, but man, it is so good and it's so beautiful and it's so rewarding and the peace and the freedom and fulfillment uh, that everybody truly wants only comes from a relationship with Christ. And, you know, the fact that the Father would use me, would use you, just two common, ordinary dudes. And so somehow God uh, uses me, and it's it's beautiful. And uh, I just re- want to remind everybody uh, that I don't consider myself any better nor more special uh, than anyone else. Uh, I mean, I'm surrendered to what God has called uh, me to, and I'm trying to live that out uh, the best I can. But... Man, I'm a faulted man, and uh, praise God for, for grace and mercy and uh, the fact that it's new every morning. And uh, I'm excited to, to share, to dig in, and to continue uh, this podcast, and thankful, Eric, to have you uh, leading, leading the way uh, with this endeavor, and uh, look forward to what, what God has in store for us over the next few minutes. Definitely uh, ordinary men trying to do the extraordinary with the Lord's help. You know, I oftentimes stutter and sometimes I edit that out of the final version of this just because I'm just an ordinary dude and sometimes stutter and get my head thinking faster than my mouth talks. And and so uh, basically you and I are proof that anybody can, you know, again, surrendering to God's call can be used and, and to do things. And it's been cool to hear, like you said, you know, some people have approached me or emailed me how it's encouraged them and challenged them. And, and again, we're not sharing anything earth shattering, but just what the Lord has put on our hearts and said in his word. And it's been cool to see the impact. So kicking things off here with surrendering to the call, Ben, you know, you've talked about that throughout your ministry and even in throughout blood brothers. And so what exactly do you mean when you say surrendering to the call? You know, I'll go back to uh, kind of the battle cry of, of this brotherhood, awakened, engaged, equipped, and surrendered. Uh, you know, we consider that our battle cry, the revolution you know, of the heart, I call it. And uh, we've spoken about this before, uh, but I'm going to share it once again, uh, where this is a process of God stepping in and stripping away the lies, layer after layer of our sinful nature, 
lies that say we are not good enough, guilt and shame that say we are not free, lust of the flesh, pride, arrogance, and fear. You know, all of these uh, deafen us to the voice of God. This process, though, it's not new. Uh, Jesus demonstrated it himself. You know, he, he did so when he called his disciples and intentionally invested in them. He awakened them to something so much greater than they had ever imagined, to a free life, a life without the burden of guilt and shame, a life of purpose and deep fulfillment. Uh, he engaged them in the work of the Father. He taught them how to live a rich and full life by living for the Father's kingdom and abandoning their own. He then left them, but equipped them with the Holy Spirit. They were supernaturally infused with the spirit of a living God to overcome the things of this world and to do his work. And then they had a decision, a decision to turn around and run the other way or to surrender to the call. Eric, <laughs> you know, I have experienced all of that. I've experienced the deep freedom and fulfillment purpose found in and through Christ, the incredible gift of taking part in the Father's work, and the power that comes from the Holy Spirit. I've also experienced running the other way. I've run because of the fear of giving up the illusion of control. I've run because I selfishly want to do what I want to do to experience what I selfishly want to experience. I would like to say that I've only ran a little though, but bro, <laughs> truth be told, I've ran marathons in an attempt to do what I want to do, to go the direction I want to go. Here's the beautiful thing though. When I surrender, God uses all of that, all of the good and all of the bad to mold and shape me into the man that he's given me the ability to be when I allow him to lead my life. You know, surrendering to the call of Christ is not a one-and-done decision. It begins at salvation, but is a choice that I have to make daily, moment by moment. I have to own it. You know, in, in our culture, the word surrender can easily be seen as failure or giving up. Well, let me tell you, it means no different here. You know, I have failed at trying to do life my way. I've gotten to the point where I've been, become sick and tired of being sick and tired. And when I read the Bible, it makes sense because Scripture tells us, tells me, that if I truly want to live, I must die. You know, so when I talk about surrendering to the call, you know, Jesus has called me to follow him and to be obedient to him. It means dying to myself and entrusting my life, my marriage, my kids, my work, my health, everything to the Father and to His call. You know, throughout this process of heart, mind, soul, strength, loving others, you know, what does God really mean uh, by all that? We come to this point where we have to make a decision to move beyond ourselves, to move beyond what makes sense to us, and to trust the Father and surrender to His ways. And uh, when I think about surrendering to the call, I think, man, it feels like it's going to hurt. It feels like I had to give up something that I don't want to give up. But I have learned time in and time out 
that God's way. I'll say it how, how my pastor Paul says it. God's way is always, always, always the best way. I've learned that to be true. I've learned that he is faithful and he's just and his timing and provision is perfect. And he's never going to let me uh, down. And so, uh, man, I'm thankful to say uh, that the closer I get to Jesus, the more and more I want to walk surrendered. You, what you shared is is really a paradox, and I've heard this before in a, in a men's ministry thing I did a, many years ago that blew my mind. Was a paradox is really you do one thing, but it's almost counterintuitive to what you actually get. So you said die to yourself. Well, the paradox is when you die to yourself, you actually get the freedom, fulfillment, and purpose that you want. And so it's the it's that counterintuitive thing that happens. And I think Christianity is just one big paradox of I have to die to truly live. You know, I have to give up and be selfless in order to truly be happy. You know, and all these different paradox that happen in in our walk with the Lord. And I love how you call that out. And I was going to share this with you at some point, but this dropped in my head while you were sharing as well. When we were at our challenge finale this past weekend, the camp out, uh, you circled us all up at the end and, and you said that it's not about you. And the Lord, like, punched me in the chest when you said that because I feel like he's calling me into that next level of it's not about me and that next level of dying to self that he's taking me into and it's part of that paradox and part of that surrender is it's not about me anymore and he called me into this place and I spent time with him actually this morning and the other day actually yesterday um, afternoon and I was like, Lord, what do you want? What are you wanting? What's going on? And just kind of open things up to him. And, and he told me, I want you to have like a pastor's heart, not a volunteer heart. And it was that next layer of dying to self of you need to love these people, not just show up and volunteer and check the box and think it's about you. I share all that just as encouragement to everybody to to surrender. So Yeah, well, and that's a beautiful thing, too. You know, when we die to ourselves. Uh, you know, we're, we're giving our spirit to the Father. And by giving our spirit to the Father, we're aligning our life uh, with Him. It doesn't mean that we're not taking care of ourself, of our, of our spiritual state, of our physical state. Uh, it, it's more important that we're taking care of uh, ourselves because in order to love Him and love others, uh, man, we have to stay directly connected to Him uh, mentally and uh, emotionally and we need to take care of ourselves physically. So when we say dying to ourselves, it doesn't mean that we stop caring uh, for ourselves, but it means why are we caring for ourselves? Uh, we're, we're caring for ourselves so that we can love him uh, to love others better. So just a point I wanted to make. Yeah, that's a good call out. Yep. So true. So you said own it when you described the surrender to the call. Could you expound on what you mean by own it exactly? For the longest time, you know, I found uh, comfort in uh, let, allowing my pastor to own it or my parents to own it or accountability partners to own it because I could blame them. <laughs> well, it came to a point where I recognized that uh, I knew there was no blame to put on them, that uh, I was accountable for my own actions. I was accountable for my own surrender, for my own pursuit of Christ. I was accountable for how I handled what God had given me. It didn't matter about what pastors did or didn't do. 
parents did or didn't do, accountability partners did or didn't do, my wife did or didn't do, what this world threw at me, it didn't matter. What mattered was what I did with what God gave me. God gave me a specific set of passion, talents, and abilities, not just for my own enjoyment, but as a tool to reach the lost and to encourage the saved. You know, and I could go through a list of things that, you know, as men, as women, we should do to own it. You know, yeah, read your Bible. Yes, pray. Yes, spend time worshiping. Yes, uh, what, you know, financially honor God. Yes, uh, you know, align your lives to accomplish, you know, what God's called you to. But but owning it is so much more than those big decisions. It's so much more than those easy ones, the check the box ones. I read my Bible today. I prayed today. Uh, owning it is, oh crap. I, I'm, I'm doing pretty good in a lot of areas, but man, I've been short-tempered uh, lately with Milo, my wife, or my kids, or uh, I've been taking the easy road uh, with conversations lately. Uh, I haven't been talking to, to men or to a friend uh, the way that I need to. I don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation, but owning it means taking those things seriously. All right, God, I've been short-tempered lately. What What is going on? Inviting Jesus into that conversation, into that process, seeking out scripture uh, that I can remember, that I can bind on my heart so that uh, when uh, the time arises for me to react out of anger instead of out of the spirit, man, I can arrive with the Father instead of with, with the flesh, if you will. And so uh, owning it to me is, yes, all those small things, all the, the list of things that we, we could and we should do. Uh, but beyond that, uh, it is digging deep to truly exterminate all aspects of my flesh. Uh, that all leads to death. And I want to point others to life. I want to lead my wife to life, my kids to life, those around me to life. You mentioned reactive and also popped in my head proactive versus reactive in our relationship with God. And reactive is obviously what we'll do when we depend on our pastor, or depend on other people, or depend on others for our walk with the Lord. But at the end of the day, we're all going to be individually, you know, before the throne and giving an account for our lives. And nobody else is going to be there. My pastor is not going to be standing next to me. I'm trusting because I follow Christ. Jesus will be the one standing next to me, <laughs> covering me with, you know, I, I believe yeah. and know that that will happen. But it's not an excuse to not be proactive in my relationship with him and to fully take advantage of every opportunity to follow him completely, to impact other people to be proactive in my relationship with him and truly take responsibility for my own actions and what he's given in me and prompted me to do. So, yeah. yeah. So wrapping up our series on the lifelong adventure, God is calling us to Ben, do you have any final thoughts to share with our listeners? Yeah. You know, uh, you guys have been given a glimpse into uh, part of what goes, goes on in the blood brothers. Uh, challenge and it will now be called the Everyman Challenge and we'll talk more about that in episodes uh, to come. But loving God with all of our heart, mind, soul, strength, uh, loving others, and then what we do with that, owning it, uh, is a crucial part of our life and of our pursuit of Jesus Christ. And I hope that uh, you guys don't stop at uh, these podcasts for digging into what it means to love God with everything uh, that you have, but to truly own that, to move beyond desire and to take ownership of what you do with what God has given you 
He's given you passion, talents, and abilities to steward well and to use for uh, his Father's kingdom. So uh, it's my prayer, my hope that uh, over this last series that God has uh, encouraged our listeners and uh, that they too will move beyond desire and uh, walk in surrender today. Great. That's awesome, Ben. Thanks. Thanks again for sharing that and, and also just sharing in general over the last eight, now eight episodes. I appreciate your wisdom, your insight, and it's always just encouraging to hear how people are walking with the Lord and, and how the Lord is interacting with them. So just thanks for sharing your stories as well. Uh, well, that wraps us up today and, and our series on the Lifelong Adventure. The topic that's coming up is TBD, so you're going to leave you in suspense on what that next topic will be. And so with that, thanks again for listening to our podcast. We'd love if you would rate and review our podcast to give us some feedback, but also you have the opportunity to be highlighted on our show. So if you want to leave a review, we'll read it to highlight how this is impacting people. So. Uh, please do take some time to do that. Also, feel free to share this with someone that could use some encouragement or challenge in their walk with the Lord. And so that's another option as well. And as always, on our show notes, you've got ways to connect with us, Facebook, Instagram, and then also just our website. So with that, thanks again for listening, and you have a great day. Yeah.